Hey everyone, it's Hire as Hollywood, the podcast where we pitch the shows Hollywood should be making. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jackie. And I'm Diana. And this is episode 29. <laughs> oh We're- my gosh, how did we get so many episodes in? And how can we still kind of sort of flub our introduction? <laughs> I mean, you would think after 29 episodes we'd have some sort of rhythm. And the but lost here we tapes. Are. Oh, how many times did we record Space Camp? Who knows? It's true. Will anyone ever hear it? No. Maybe. <laughs> Not soon. <laughs> Not soon. Yeah. Uh, another week, Diana. Um, and this week, Diana has come Charles level prepared, where she has actually typed out a document to pitch to me. However, before we get into all of that good stuff, we're going to do a dual fact, because we still live in the age of COVID. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. And then we'll follow it up with my favorite vibe check. Oh, yeah. Um, and again, I don't want to over... This is not like a Word document. This is like a hastily typed note on my phone that only makes sense if you have my goldfish brain. Um, but nonetheless, it's the most prepared I've been for an idea in this whole 29 episodes. Does it have bullet But points? nonetheless... Um, you know what? It could be bullet pointed if I knew how to make bullet points on my phone, but Fair. it doesn't, so. Fair. <laughs> I get it. But either way, <laughs> on, to, on to the dull fact. So, I really like these dull facts personally because they're way easier to come up with than yeah. fun facts. So, Jackie, a really, I would say, dull fact about you is that you know how to drive. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, trying to come up with something else. That is a fact. Like, I do drive. I have a valid driver's license. And I do drive a car. I have never driven a tricycle. Which is not a car. Thank you. That you don't need a driver's license for. Yeah, it's, like, very interesting. What are... Those, like, motorcycles that are somehow tricycles. Oh, I forgot about those. My dad always said he would get one of those, and I was like, oh, let's not. I mean, Rusty would look cool in it, so. I don't think anyone can look cool on one of those. I mean, I think that's also true. I was trying to give your dad the benefit of the doubt. I know. At one point when his, uh, one of his old jobs was, like, an hour drive or something, um, he tried to convince all of us that he should trade his car in and get a motorcycle <laughs> to go to and from work because it'd be more gas efficient. This is when gas was like $5 a gallon. And like everyone in my family, my mom, like my sister and me were just like, absolutely not. You just want to do that so you can get a leather jacket and think you look cool, but it is unsafe driving through the Chicago suburbs in the snow yeah. on a motorcycle. Mm-mm. He can just get a leather jacket. So. He has, like, three. That's the whole dumb part of that. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It means you need a bedazzle one. I think if I took a bedazzler to one of his leather jackets, I would be, like, excommunicated from her family. <laughs> I mean, he'd have two more. That's true. But, you know. That's fair. It's little things. And I know you mentioned the Chicago suburb winters. My dull fun... My dull fact for Diana is that she has a snowblower. You know what? Jackie, this may come as a surprise to you, but I actually have two snowblowers. 
are both functional. Only one of them works, though. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I have two snowblowers. And there you go. There you go. I'm glad you have at least one functional one. Oh my gosh. If anyone listening, which is probably a good chunk of you, is not from the Chicago suburbs, and you're not listening to this when we recorded it in the beginning of February because we're not going to post it for a few more weeks, uh, we got like a thousand million inches of snow approximately. And no one needs to be shoveling that by hand. No one. It's not... It's not a good way to spend your afternoon. Invest in a snowblower. You will thank yourself. <laughs> also, as you are now like a West Coaster who has warm weather, I feel like you're looking back at snow with some beautiful rose-colored glasses <laughs> because, you know, snow when it's like Christmas, New Year's Eve, it's like a light dusting, like maybe an inch or two of snow. I can do that. I can appreciate the aesthetic of a cute snow day. But when it's not, when it's the depths of winter, everyone has seasonal depression mm. and you have to go outside and deal with a foot of nonsense, no no one needs that in their life. That's true. No I definitely one. do have those chicken rose tinted glasses. Did you say chicken rose? Yeah, because rose tinted glasses comes from what they used to put on chickens or they do put on chickens. Excuse me, what? Please Google it. I'm not making this up. No, you're making... First off, what do you, like, they dye chickens? No, they put rose-tinted glasses on chickens. Chicken? No. For what? What purpose? So they don't peck the other chickens. You're making this up. I do, (gasps) hold on. (laughs) Where's images? Where are images? (gasps) Oh my god. It looks, they look like those, um, like, Gen Z, like, Instagram models. Oh, I thought that they looked like Elton John. (laughs) I mean... Either or. Oh my god. How have I gone 28 years on this earth without seeing a chicken wearing red sunglasses? Well, now whenever you hear roast into glasses, you can uh, know that they really meant chickens. How did that become a thing? Being like, oh, you were looking at with rose-colored glasses. Like, how did that turn into going from chicken? Chicken fighting? To, oh, you were ignore, ignoring red flags with your rose tinted glasses. Like, we're looking back. Fun. I, you know, we need a whole separate episode on this. We do. Because I'm do. just, I'm really shook. You're shook. I've s- never been, I'm shaken <laughs> to the core. Rose tinted glasses. <laughs> I feel like uh, one of those Coca Cola bottles that have like a Mentos in it, like, oh. and they have the cap on still. Mm-hmm. That's how shook I am. There is sugary substances everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I think we should probably move on to a vibe check before <laughs> Diana blows my mind with some fun fact that I have never known. I could have never come up with a fun fact better than chickens and sunglasses. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the bar has been set, guys. The bar has been set. Okay, but okay. Vibe check, vibe check. Jackie, what is your vibe? Okay, my vibe check of the many memes I have saved to my computer, I would like for the audience to think of, like, the four-paneled grew from Despicable Me in front of, like, the whiteboard slash, like, gigantic sticky note. Do you know which one I'm talking about? A hundred percent. Love a meme. Yes. So the only thing that's, like, different about it, like, and it's still, like, the blank whiteboard, is that in the, like, third panel, there's a little uh, speech bubble that says... You're not sharing your screen. 
Oh, things that are only funny in 2021 would never make sense in 2019. <laughs> yeah, my 2019 self would never recognize that, but uh, it's so funny to me. Oh, God, I love that. Okay, that's a vibe. Mm-hmm. I feel it. What um, is yours? So my vibe, it was actually a meme posted by Mindy Kaling, what a mm-hmm. fave, mm-hmm. and it's actually a screenshot from The Office that is modified a little bit. And it's the one where she's like, you guys, I'm, like, really smart now. You don't even know. You could ask me, Kelly, what's going on with the (laughs) stock market right now? (laughs) And I'd be like, blah, 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 giving you the exact right answer. (laughs) That's how we feel so much. With, like, all of a sudden, every, like, three tweets on your Twitter timeline is like, you gotta hold your... GameStop stock and then buy some AMC stock and like here's some diamond emojis and rock chips and I don't know no there are shorting stocks I don't know what that means I've read like 12 articles they're like the hedge funds hedge funds I can't even say it (laughs) bought 140% of stocks which like how do you buy stocks that don't exist I don't know I'm not gonna ever be a stockbroker I'm never going to work on... I'm not the wolf of Wall Street. I'm the, like, sad coyote of... <laughs> sad coyote? <laughs> the sad coyote of the suburban lane. Like, I don't know. Just, just, I am so thankful we don't have to go through the crypto age where every 15 minutes one of the men we worked with tried to explain to us cryptocurrency. Like, imagine having to deal with that with GameStop stock. I would be throwing up everywhere. <laughs> I just remember one day, one of our coworkers, who I personally, like, is still one of my favorite people, spent, like, a good 45 minutes trying to explain the concept of Bitcoin to me. And I was, like, at the end of it, I was, like, so... I still... I, I, there, there was nothing in my brain. I just... I don't understand. Blockchain, in my mind, is um, that, like... <laughs> in Mario, the, the chomp chomp characters. It's a yeah, chomp chomp. <laughs> Thank you. It is in my yeah. head too. Whenever I see it. <laughs> so when someone's like, "Oh, I had to use my Bitcoin," I just imagine them chomp, feeding chomp, dollars chomp, to the chomp chomp. chomp, and then I don't know what. How, what do you use it for? What do you buy with it? I can't go to be like, "Let me go buy some McNuggets and McDonald's," and be like, "Here's my Bitcoin, good sir." Like, what do you do with it? Doesn't make any sense. We would have to ask one of our coworkers. And I can't do that emotionally. I just can't. <laughs> we all have our limits, and I agree. I don't care enough either. Like, I do not need to know about the Doge coin. Oh my god. The what coin? Doge. It's really just dog, but they made it fancy. Oh, I saw, I saw the dog coin. It's pronounced Doge? That's what I've heard. I hate that for so many reasons. Mainly because it's like Bitcoin and I don't understand it, but you can't bring a dog into it. Leave the dogs alone. They can't do math either. I sympathize with dogs. Oh, God. Just me and the dogs trying to figure out Bitcoin. And the chomp chomps. It's fine. And the chomp chomps. Lord, help us. Again, we're we're never going to be rich from stocks. That's all I know. I'm like very comfortable with that, though. Like... We're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna get our money for a lucky scratcher at the gas station. I'm fine with that. Like honestly, if that's how I go down swinging, like I'd much rather be with a scratch scratch and sniff. 
scratch and sniff lotto ticket. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be the next big thing. Move over, GameStop. Could you imagine? You scratch a sticker. You're like, oh, this smells like strawberries. It means I won 50 bucks. Like, oh, my God. I would pay an extra dollar for that. Same. Oh, my God. Do we have a new idea? Oh, my God. Cancel this <laughs> podcast. We got to go to the lottery office. We're going to hit it big with the lotto. Right. We thought we were going to hit it big by the scratchers. But who knew we'd really be hitting it big by making the scratchers. Oh, that's funny. Well, maybe we should get into stocks. <laughs> <laughs> if it's indicative of okay. one thing. Lord. Anyways, this is a podcast about us pitching ideas for TV shows. Not about lotto tickets. Yet. Yes. So I guess I should probably pitch my idea. That'd probably be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so here it goes. First, I need to give you, like, the general vibe of it. Um, I need to know, have you seen the 1954 film Brigadoon? Okay, Diana, that's hyper-specific in a question I usually ask you. <laughs> well, it's relevant in this scenario. <laughs> I don't recall watching the 1954 movie Brigadoon. Okay, well, you should watch it. Okay. Um, I believe it is streaming somewhere. Um, but it is, like, a fam fave in my family. Like, me and my cousins will go watch it with my grandpa. Like, it's, it's a classic. Um, but the reason is, it's somewhat part of the inspiration for this idea. Um, and also, it's just a good movie, so you should watch it. But... <laughs> this is what it is. So you are starting with a pilot episode um, and it's going to start just by introducing you to this suburban town, right? Um, you know, it's very, you think it's 1997 because mm-hmm. it's 1997, right? Um, they got a mall. There's a Sam Goody in there. Is there a blockbuster? Auntie Anne's. Of course there's a blockbuster. Okay, thank you. Um, the internet hadn't, you know, truly arrived in this town yet. It's still capital um, I it's, internet. Right. Like, if this town is, like, really, really self-sustaining. And it's just a general 90s vibe of town. So just imagine you're sort of in that, like, clueless world but instead of it being like LA having it be like more midwest suburban town in the 90s so there's a Garrett's popcorn in the mall is Garrett's popcorn only in Chicago or is it global I feel like it is global but I feel like you wouldn't find like a Garrett's pop-up shop in LA yeah Okay, if anyone's been to Chicago and hasn't had Garrett's popcorn, you should get it. Sidebar, not a part of the show. Um, but this town, we're going to say it has a Garrett's popcorn. That's how okay. you know it's it's thriving. Um, and so a Portillo's. you see this, t- right? And so, of course, what town doesn't have a Portillo's? Well, what quality town, should I say? There you go. Um, so you see this town. It's like 19- the opening scene. It's very clearly 1997. You know, everyone, the fashion, everyone's walking around, just thriving, living their lives. Um, 
but then like sort of like the the big scene is there's a really huge storm and, and you know skies are black and lightnings everywhere and you see this tree fall down on the internet line that connects the town to the outside world and it just breaks and you know the next morning they take the tree away but like no one actually bothers to fix the line okay okay so then fast forward to modern time it is 2021 and now we are in la okay and oh you know what i forgot this isn't midwestern this is like i guess the valley in or like some like desert california this is why um you have like two millennial dudes um i named them noah and finn because i feel mm-hmm. like those are good millennial names mm-hmm. and i want noah to be like he's sort of like a grown-up frat boy who is like working at a corporate job that like no one understands what his job is if you're like oh what do you do and it's just one of those made-up jobs that you're like so what is that and it's just a bunch of words you do not understand so like barney from how just i met like, your mother yeah almost and then um finn he's like a hipster artist dude that works at a brewery mm. and neither of these guys are endearing at all at first okay okay like you sort of hate them a little bit because they're just the very like stereotypical like i don't want to say millennials maybe more zillennials i learned that word on tiktok (laughs) and but they're just very um caught up in modernity is how i'm gonna phrase it that's fancy so right i'm using my my whole degree right um (laughs) But, so, these two dudes, they are going to Coachella, and they're also very reliant on technology. So, they're on the way to Coachella, and their GPS breaks, their phones are out of battery, they get lost, okay? It is not good. If you've ever seen a youth in a car Mm -hmm. trying to navigate without some digital form of navigation, they will get lost, and they will be stranded in a McDonald's parking lot for the rest of their lives if they mm-hmm. cannot get their phone charged. That's just a fact. That is I what happens. don't make the rules, but yeah. Um, but because they're very like, oh, we're not lost, we know what we're doing, blah, 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 we're boys, toxic masculinity, um, they keep driving, and they actually end up upon this town, that they're like, oh, like, we didn't, we've never seen this town before, okay? So, they roll into town, and they, they realize, like, something is, like, a little weird about this town. Um, they, they, because their Bluetooth isn't working on their audio devices. Oh, what are those called? Phones? <laughs> and... <laughs> So they put on, like, the radio on their car because they're like, <laughs> like, Finn's like, oh, shit, I figured out how this works. Um, and they find a local radio station as they're driving in and it's playing, like, Spice Girls, like, Backstreet Boys, um, only songs from Britney's first album. Thank you. And they're like, okay, this is sort of weird. And they notice, like, there's not that many cars and the ones that are there are really sort of, like, old. Um, there's a lot of people who are, like, 
going around like the streets on inline rollerblade skates mm. as good call one would in the 90s after watching brinked mm-hmm. um classic film and they're like okay we need to figure out where we are this place there's something sinister about this place so they can't figure out um so they sort of see in the distance they see a mall which again they're like oh why is a small so crowded there's like a sears in there that is packed like it's like 90s christmas time at this sears you know mm-hmm. um so they go in you know it's got that aesthetic that we saw back in the day where it wanted to be the future but it wasn't the future yet so it was like that was sort of bright colors and fun it's the future we wanted it to be but the future that it we isn't don't have. you know yeah and they see all these stores they don't recognize they're like what's a sam goody like i don't get that um and they just sort of see these people again dressed like there's a lot of overalls happening there's a lot of like sort of like tie-dye looks again very whatever so these guys are like okay we need to figure this out we need to find a phone charger so they try to go up to a couple people and they're like um can we get some phone or do you have your phone charger and everyone sort of looks at them weird like no what are you talking about um so they're like okay well we need to figure it out it's getting late they figured they passed like a holiday in on the way there um so they're like okay let's go get some cash out of the atm and then we'll go like check into this holiday inn right and then they get to the atm like it's not working it doesn't like read their card um because you know it just does it and it's it's like a whole mess right so then we introduce we sort of see these guys like freaking out at the atm near the food court you know where there is like a a beautiful pastel taco bell Mm -hmm. (laughs) over there and a sabaro's pizza and we see this group of also what you would consider millennial aged people sort of staring at them being like what is wrong with these dudes um and like i've i've fleshed out a group of townies i'm gonna call them and so here they are because i thought they were very good names so there's jessica Mm -hmm. and she works at the sears and the women's clothing department and then there's Brittany and justin who are twins and one works at Auntie Anne's and the other works at Orange Julius. Yeah. And then there's Zach with <laughs> Z-A-C. Okay. Really? Okay. He also works at Sears, but at the auto department. And then there's Ryan who works at Sam Goody to get the tunes. And then Sarah with an H who Naturally. also works at Sears, but like in the home goods department. Again, Sears is very popping in this town. So, um... Jessica is like the leader so she tries to approach them and is like can I help you and she looks like she's dressed out of like a 90s Delia's catalog okay like she got those platform flip-flops she's got a bucket hat on it's a look um so the guys are like okay we need help so Jessica like brings them over the table they introduce themselves 
again, they're like asking for a phone charger. So, and everyone's like, what the, what the heck are you talking about? Like our phones are at home. And um, Noah brings out his phone. He's like, really? And they're like, what is that? Your Palm Pilot? It looks fancy. And they're like, bougie much? <laughs> um, and these guys are just sort of like super freaked out. And it ends with them, the group of friends being like, you know what? In the morning, we can take you to the Piggly Wiggly. You can get a map. Um, there's pay phones there. Um, and you can go that way, right? And so they decide, okay, that's a good plan. Um, they try to go to the Holiday Inn to get a room for the night, right? And they go and they try to check in and they're like, okay, we'll take your credit card. And the people are like, mm, this, we can't recognize your card. And they want to do one of those, do you remember those old timey, like, where they would like, do the carbon copy, mm-hmm. like, ones? And the guys are, like, freaked out because they don't know what that is. And so they're, um, they're like, oh, shit, what do we do? So then the twins, Brittany and Justin, <laughs> I was making myself laugh with that one. It's cute. Um, are like, you can stay at our place. Um, and they're like, oh, thank God. Um. And they're like, do you accept Venmo? And they're just like, LA folks are so weird, right? And then cut to, like, the next episode, right? And basically, the whole premise of the show is not that this this town has basically been stuck in 1997 culturally for the last 20... What, how many years ago is 1997? You 24. know I can't do math. 24? Okay. 24 years. Like, after, since that big storm, it, like truly cut them off from society they were like self-sustaining no one's really like moved out or has moved in they're really a very own bubble and these are the first two new people to enter that bubble in those 24 years um the group of townie friends like they were born there they grew up there like they don't know a life outside of there um, is this a one it's one season of those... show or is this a multiple season show? I haven't decided yet, but you know, it's going to focus on the beginning, like that fish out of water scenario where they're trying to adapt, like the Noah and Finn are trying to adapt to this very, what they consider simple way of life. Um, and I think the sort of antagonist here is the, there's, is trying to figure out why this town is so cut off, right? Um, and it's sort of revealed through the show as it goes on, like the bad guy is actually going to be the town's mayor who was the one who made the decision when the internet was cut down back all those many, many years ago to be like, oh, we're not going to fix it. We are going to live in this bubble, right? And I think it'll be sort of revealed that he sort of has forced this town to live this way, but secretly, like, he's got the iPhone, he's got a cell service, he's got all the stuff, and it's it's gonna be like he's being greedy and he's getting um, a financial compensation. He's the Wolf of Wall Street in this scenario. <laughs> he's Leo. <laughs> Where... <laughs> Yeah, he's Leo, um, where he's sort of keeping this this town in the 90s for his own benefit. 
And so when these two guys come to town talking about what this modern world is like, he sees them as a threat. And it's sort of like going to be similar to Halloween Town. <laughs> I like that. Like, you know, like, you know, when Calabar is first introduced, he's tries to be nice to these outsiders. Mm-hmm. And then, but he's secretly like the villain the whole time. I still like, love that microwave just... and like the opening scene when they get there, when it's like <sighs> bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Honestly, one of my dream trips is to go to Halloween Town, the one they filmed at in Oregon during the fall. And we just gotta do it. Live my truth there. I mean, I want to. I mean, there's a little pandemic going on, but when that's over... Yeah, when it's over, we'll go. Yeah. But, um... Either way, so... So, basically, like, the concept is, for the rest of the season, it's... Okay, they're gonna try to figure out, one, how do they get out of this town? Because they don't know how to get out of this town. Two, um... They're introducing... The boys are introducing this sort of new take on this world... Because these people have been so isolated. They truly don't know anything, right? Think of, imagine if you didn't know anything beyond 90s pop culture, 90s history even. They don't know um, anything about politics even. They just are so insularly focused on their small town that they are lost in the sauce per se. But they've never been... Um, outside of it. I don't want to say it's like a cult, but it's not not a cult. Does that make sense? I mean, it's a TV show, so it makes sense. Yeah. And so I think, like, the theme is, like, okay, like, the 90s was maybe more simple, but it wasn't always better. And that, you know, the general seems like you can embrace the future without it being scary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, progress that's based on lessons from the past are ideal, you know? You want to learn and then grow from it, um, but you can't just sort of, like, trap yourself in this time bubble, right? And you also can't just say everything new is the best either, you know? You have, there's there's sort of that middle ground. Because yeah, I think the, the, the townies are obviously representing the trapped in the past, where Noah and Finn are representing the okay, we're always chasing after the newest, the best new thing, right? And so that's why they're sort of like asshole behavior. And I think the goal will be make, obviously they're going to become better people throughout the season. And I would say them grouping up with the townies are going to help, I wouldn't say like expose the mayor, but like expose the mayor and sort of bring this town to I mean I could see it depending how drama you want to go with it like there could be like a crisis of faith for the whole town almost <laughs> being like do we want once they realized oh no we've been stuck you know in this way for so long is it worth it to embrace this world or is it scary you know so I could see this being like sort of funny but very like deep at the same time and in- is this, like, a freeform show, or is this, like, where do you see it being... I don't know. I feel like it's maybe more of, like, a Netflix show. Because freeform, I feel like, sometimes leans a little bit too into the, like, we're sassy teenagers. Yeah, I didn't know if you Which... watched, like, Youngerish. I don't. 
Okay. I've heard so many good things on it. Yeah. Who do you see? But do you have, like, a cast in mind? I only have, for the mayor, I have in my mind, um, what's his name? Newman from... Newman. From Seinfeld is the only one in my head I've, like, cast. That's funny. Because I think it would just be fun. That, that is really fun. I mean, when you said Noah, I thought of Noah Sentio, or however you pronounce his last name. Oh, that's fair. I mean, I think he would be the perfect, like, age for the part. He could pull it off. Yeah. Because um, I, I think I'd want a bit of, like, a diverse cast. And I think you want, like, also, too, like, unknowns, unknowns, too. So, I'd be interested. Because I think that would be, like, all obviously, like, the core group of people, but I think you could also, with this type of show, have, like, a lot of good subplots with, um, these characters' parents that have been in the mm-hmm. show, or been in the town for quite a while. It's like, did they just forget the world before this? Were they, you know what I mean? It's trying to sort of piece those puzzles together. Like, not in a Riverdale way, way but, like, not not in a Riverdale way. But there's not gonna be, like, a syrup empire. Yeah, no, we're not going <laughs> that, that far. <laughs> I mean, Riverdale just it's it does Riverdale. what its heart says. My question is, what throwback song are you thinking of using for the theme song? Oh, that's a good question. Because this show would obviously have like the best soundtrack full of 90s pop jams. And just jams in general. Um, I don't know. What about, like, Hey Juliet? I feel like that's not 90s. But it's a great song. Mmm, I don't know. I'm obviously lacking in, like, the 90s game. I mean, it's okay. Like, I feel like that's just, like, but I feel like I wouldn't go for the vibe. Okay. So steer me in the right direction. I don't know. I feel like if I'm thinking of a 90s song, because I'm also thinking of them, like, the opening thing of them being, like, driving in the California desert, I think of, like, the song One Headlight by the Wallflowers. Mm. Have you heard that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I'm like, maybe maybe something like that vibe, where I think it's that sort of 90s... I guess that would be... Would that be considered, like, alt-rock? It's not mainstream... Yeah, but that's sort of 90s rock style where it's not the grunge, it's before emo, it's the... Like, Green Day almost, where it's, like, not totally, not like, like, not, like, that most straightforward, but also not all the way to the side. Yeah. I think that, that makes sense. But yeah, I just, the soundtrack to this show, I would die over, but I think... One headlight would be a, a vibe, and I was trying to think of what would a good name for the town be, and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I need your wisdom. Well, it makes me think, um, did you watch Palm Springs? You're the third person this week who's asked me about the movie Palm Springs. Um, it's a movie, right? Yes, you should On watch it. On the Hulu? It. Yeah. You should okay, definitely but I haven't watch it. watched it yet. It's been in my queue for like a month. <laughs> yeah, I think I watched it over the summer. It, 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 regardless, it's really good. But I'm thinking like that that's kind of where it's set a little bit. So I'm trying to think okay. of 
like something that has to include like hills or desert or like yeah oasis in it Ooh, I sort of like Oasis as part of it. I also like... Like, oh. What if it's just called, like, Oasis Hills? I like it. I think that kind of, like, captures it. It's mysterious. Yeah. But I don't think I'd want this show to be called Oasis Hills, because I think then people would think it'd be, like, The Hills on MTV. (laughs) I mean, so Which, the town is iconic. Oasis Hills, but, like, what would you call the TV show then? I mean, you were bringing it up right right now, and then and there. I don't know. Because, listen, Brigadoon is called Brigadoon because the place is called Brigadoon, you know? What about, like, Take Me Back? Mm, maybe... It would be really funny to I use, think... like, a Lifehouse song. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, because I feel like it'd be, I like that idea where it's, like, named after sort of, like, a, a song. What if it's, like, okay, Everlong, like the Foo Fighter song? Isn't there a different show that's called something like that that starts with Ever? Are you thinking of Taylor Swift's album, Evermore? No. I'm thinking of, I think, like, the show Chris Pratt was in as a teenager. Oh, Everwood. I'm thinking of Everwood. I sort of, I mean, maybe Everlong. I sort of like that. Okay. Maybe. I also want, like... Each episode, you know how some shows, like, each episode has a different, (laughs) how each episode has a different title? Every show has that. But I would want the titles of the shows to be, like, a song, a 90s song. That's cute. Did you know that Grey's Anatomy did that for the longest time? I know. Oh, okay. One, okay, I'm thinking of, like, 90s songs. Um, like, 1979 by... Why did I just blank? 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins would be an episode where there's, like, a flashback to, like, the parents' youth of some sort. Like, so it's going to be pre the town being locked down. Mm-hmm. It'd be, like, a historical episode to be like, okay, how did we Ooh, get here? What if they had a historical episode where it's, like, when we get to 2000, we're going to open up the time capsule? But, like, they just, like, never get to 2000. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Well, maybe maybe that's part of the, the mayor's... Mm-hmm. backstory there's something in that time capsule that he does not want revealed i like that like something's yeah and here's the thing like they'll know it's 2000 but because of the lack of like um information and also maybe it was something to do with like a sister city of some sort like that's why they couldn't open it because i don't i think they're fully aware that it's not 1997 i just think culturally they haven't moved on from 1997 it's kind of like they're stagnated yeah like again like how would you feel if you just like went one town over or like sometimes when you go from um like this city and then you go to a more rural area and it's not there's like a huge culture shock right Mm mm-hmm because it's not like they're, like, a thousand years behind or anything like that, but sometimes it's just a big cultural difference being like, okay, all these people out here are 
super into something obscure, right? Yeah. Um, everyone in this town's into like riding, <laughs> riding motorcycle tricycles, you know? Unicycles, yeah. And that's just something strange enough where you're like, I feel like a fish out of water. But it's something so unique to that town where it's like they didn't have the influence to tell them that oh, tricycle motorcycles aren't hip and cool anymore. They just like what they like, so. I like that. But yeah, I think that's the sort of concept. And again, also watch Brigadoon, where Brigadoon just, I'm going to give you a plot summary of this movie, is two two guys stumble upon this town Brigadoon, but it's magic, and Mm -hmm. you can only see it like once every 200 years. Oh. And the people inside there, like, don't age. And the guy falls in love with this girl, and he has to decide if he wants to stay or not. It's very Pleasantville-esque, if I remember Pleasantville. Mm, I might not I be remembering similar. Pleasantville correctly. I think Pleasantville is... I wouldn't say it's, like, s- similar, but it's not that different either. I don't know. I also love Pleasantville. It's a fave movie. It's a fun movie. Well, I will need to watch Brigadoon. Again, it's a classic. Is there anything else you want to add about the Rolling Oasis Town, this TV show, Everlong? Is, is that what we settled on? It's something called Everlong, and it's going to be at, what did we decide? Oasis Hills. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those shows where it sort of is going to embrace some of those like trendy 90s things that are coming back in trend again but i really think it's the main goal of it is to again have people recognize that it is okay to progress like you don't have to be scared of new things and new technology um and you can still embrace that without forgetting about the things that have brought you there and the important things in your history that's all. Very moving. (laughs) Could you tell I had my notes? I feel like you can't. I feel like this is just, since my notes mimic my goldfish brain, it was not as thought out as Charles's. I mean, I still think it was more structured than other pitches have been. Which is all of them, because most of them are terrifying. Me going, la la la. Same. Better than Space Camp. Yeah. Uh, Yes. No one's going to understand that reference besides us. <laughs> the last tapes. That's all you need to know. Yeah. If you ever hear Space Camp, guys, something's Something either gone, gone horribly wrong <laughs> or, or maybe horribly right. Maybe we'll finally get it right. <laughs> maybe. But I, I so well, you have the show. We have all these great details. We want the 90s music. We got mm-hmm. everything. I think. The only thing left is for somebody to be like, Diana, I want to option you this idea. Here's some money. Help produce it. Oh my god, that's that's all we ever wanted. That's why the name of this podcast is called Hire Us Hollywood and not Hire Us South Bend, Indiana. (laughs) Yeah, and speaking of Hire Us Hollywood, time to plug our pluggables. We are at Hire Russ Hollywood. Yes, on Twitter <laughs> and on Instagram. And you can email us. Um, if you listen this far, please email us a, a photo of your favorite 90s band 
or like a YouTube video mm-hmm. of them performing your favorite 90s song. It's hollywood at gmail.com. We currently do not accept faxes, but if you scan something that was faxed and emailed to us, we will accept that. Yes, because do any of us know how to use faxes? No. 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 Do we want to learn? No. Also no. <laughs> All right. Until we travel back to the 90s or some other decade or into the future, this is our show. Yay! Bye, everyone.